What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Oh, these are kind of wispy and sticking out. So you just like comb it down, cut it off. You know, groom yourself. I do. I some. Well, no. I mean, not I really. Mean, I'll bring my electrical clippers with me on the I flight. Usually, like that's, no, no. Like, I usually yeah. use electrical clippers, but I have a battery operated one. I think too. I but do no, have a small one. But I just I don't know. I keep scissors everywhere. They're in like every drawer in my house has a pair of scissors. Do you have a pair of scissors on you now? On my person. Not today. No. <laughs> not today. Not today. Do you, you sometimes. Sometimes do. I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, I had this really great pair that had a bottle opener like on the side of them. So uh-huh. it was, like, cool, nice pair of scissors. So you say open package. You can you know butterfly them open like that and like use them to open boxes. And I'm surprised you don't have a Leatherman on you. Like you don't carry one of those regularly. No, that's too much. I've got I've got a toolbox in my car. You know, I have a Leatherman in my car. I have enough stuff in my car to, like fix that siding on your house. You know, I have all those tools in my car. Yeah, the saws and those drills and. The, because you never know when your buddy's going to ask you to make something weird. Yeah. Do you think you can help me get the glass back on the ceiling fan? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'll go See, right back on. Well, I thought so too. I needed... I got it back on. Mm-hmm. But you see how there's two screws and not a third one? On yeah. the piece here, there's only space for two screws to mm-hmm. fit. And the third one is blank. You loosen the screws all the way and then you put it up in there and then tighten the screws in... But you can't tighten the screws once you get this piece up. Feel how heavy this is. It t- it's going to take two of us, to, one person to hold it up and the other person to attach it. I don't even see where the screws go. Right. Oh, there they are. They're deep in there. And then there's this one. But there isn't a third one. There never was a third one. There never was a third one. A third one didn't fall out. Well, I feel like this would just be for like a hook of some kind. You hook, you hook this one around, and then put this one in and tighten the screws. But you, once you get it on there, you can't. There's no tightening any screws. Also, the screws you push it up in there and then turn it. So you want them loose enough to turn it, but then sure. there's nothing on the third one. That just needs two. Yeah, the problem is this is so heavy that without a third spot, mm-hmm. it hangs down and then it won't spin. We can play with it after uh, yeah. after this, but oh, are we recording right now? We are cool. But thank you. So do you want to? Uh, I don't know we'll, if you. We'll do, sort it out. I don't know if you do. Do you want to do ceiling your fan stuff? repair? Sure. Happy we, birthday, so, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you. It is my birthday. Um, so I went to the dermatologist for my birthday. Oh, that's fun. Have you been yet? No. You should really go. Why? Why are you looking at me like that for? I'm just saying you don't know until somebody professionally looks at these things. Um, I got. Cleared, yeah. But she looked me over, top to bottom, and she said, "Is there anything that you're concerned about?" And I said, "Well, I got this one on my stomach, on my belly. It's not really hasn't changed or anything, but it's probably the biggest mole I have." Mm-hmm. And I lifted up you know, the gown. She'd already had me, you know, gowned up, gowned up, stripped down and gowned, gowned down. up. Yeah. And um, she's like, "Oh, that's nothing to be excited about." 
excited about. Yeah, I mean, people in their so, own niche, you know, professions, because they, uh... All I'm saying is you like should go... Like she's like... At this, at this age, you should go get your skin checked out. Like, I don't know what's going on with that thing on your neck. It's been there since I was a little kid. I've had this mole right here for my whole life. I know, but, you know... And again, if they don't change... Like, do a little bit of research, not even that much. Like, if they're dark, if they're oddly shaped, and if they're changing or if they're new. But this has been, it's been here my whole life. We'll have her look at it. Okay, Johnny? I'm just saying you should... I had one on my chest that I cut off. Did I tell you about that? (laughs) No, why would you do that to yourself? Because it made me really self-conscious. When I was a little kid, like, I hated, like, taking my shirt off at the pool and stuff because it had this this mole right Mm -hmm. here. Just, like, it was really embarrassing. And I, uh... I, in high school, I was like, I got the the sharpest knife I could find, and I'm an idiot. So I didn't realize that, you know, a serrated knife is a bad idea. And steak knives, they're the sharpest knives in the house, right? No, they're not. But probably in my house they were because nobody sharpens a knife properly. But so I uh, got an ice cube and some pliers, tweezers, and all this stuff. And I pulled the ice cube on there, you know, get it nice and numb, and I pulled it out. With the with the pliers and I I sawed it off with a steak knife. It took forever and it bled so much. It was how old were you? I don't know. I was like sixteen or something. This explains so much. Where's the scar? Well, doesn't really have one. I did a good job. Okay, where was it supposed to be? Like right right there. Okay, I can kind of see it. Yeah, there's a little spot. Yeah. So you 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 sawed a mole off of your chest. Mm Hmm. Because you were embarrassed at the pool. It didn't. Well, it didn't look like I didn't want to take off my shirt. It was just. It was always like yeah. on my mind. It was just. I was self conscious about it, and I didn't. I was sick of it. So I just. I was like, why don't I just take care of it? So I took. Jesus care of Christ! It. You couldn't have gotten some sort of. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, I didn't have any access. And to how like long? How did you? Topical anest- and you kept this from everybody. Well, there's what's to discuss. The gaping wound in your chest? Well, no, I threw a Band-Aid on it. You and know? So, but you can't go swimming with that Band-Aid. Well, it wasn't like I was swimming. Like, I wasn't on the swim team or anything. It was just oh. like, it was just, it was just always in my head. Did okay, you, you, you scheduled the surgery sw- in the winter so that you were ready. Right. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even remember what time of year it was. It was just, it was time to take it off. So I cut it off. Does anybody know about this? I mean, they do now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um... We never really discussed it. Anyway, no, I no, I have not heard this one at all. So this Devin is... came back from Austin. She went to uh, one of her shows. Okay. Her, you know, Salesforce things. And they had swag. All right. So she brought you this little beanie to run around in. Oh, like from the show Yellow Jackets? Yeah. Doesn't that look cool? It's got I a like the TV it. show. I know yes. you like beanies. You like running and your head gets cold. And Well, I'm not too much of a hat person, but when it does get cold, it's important to have... Yeah. And I, I haven't seen the show Yellow Jacket. Have you seen it? I have. You're a fan? Juliet Lewis. Should yeah. I check it out? It's cool. Yeah? Um, it's like... Um, I've enjoyed the trailers. I keep meaning to put it on my watch list, but you know, there's so much. There's too much. It's, yeah. it's stupid. Um, yeah, it's a good show. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. This um, would be good for camping or something, you know? Yeah, something to keep your head warm. And then, of course, the standard obligatory... Um, you go to the... Uh, it's pointless to take the price tag off of something like this, but... I didn't want to like get you something that you have to like deal with. 
Like what? What do you you know like go and like buy a gift you a card? Shirt? You have to, yeah. So, right. Well, no, like gift card is exactly oh, what I got you. You, got, you, you oh. get whatever the fuck you want. Like, you got me a gift card. Yeah. Thank you. So you can go on Amazon and get yourself something nice. Um, Thank the you. Birthday card that I got you didn't have an envelope, so. So I get a Manila envelope that's big enough to hold sun scorched. It. Well, I didn't. Um, <laughs> this has been sitting in what? It's been sitting on the. Hey, did that happen? I guess because well, I've got the other, other envelope sitting on top. I didn't oh, okay. That happened in a matter of All days. Right. So, but it's I didn't yellow... write. I didn't write anything on it, so you could reuse the envelope. Is also a part of the gift. Oh, that's. that's I, was, I, I was like, should I thoughtful. write like happy birthday on it? But that would ruin the envelope. All right. Just a little. Funny card. It says, Happy birthday from Marin. It's sunny here. The bows, the boughs of the redwoods sway in the gentle breeze. Mists rise up from the hot tubs. Porsches cruise the avenues while deer wander in the nearby hills. People are sipping their cappuccinos. How are things where you are? <laughs> Happy birthday, Johnny. And love, and. love you, pal. Um, I have some. It matters where your milk comes from. Yes, it does. Clover milk's my favorite. So what is so what is Clover Cash? So their manufacturer's coupons. So I got so they're good at anywhere they sell clover products. It's not like any like the store doesn't have to necessarily approve it. You mm-hmm. read it on the back, like Clover will send them the money for them. So I can just bring this into Safeway and get twenty dollars worth of milk, yeah. butter. Yeah. Cheese. Well as you say each each one of these has to be used for a different item. Separately. Yeah. Got it. So But it's, but what is is there like a yeah. I think a gallon of milk's like four fifty or something, so yeah. Four gallons of milk, or their butter is great. Uh, I just bought some of their cheese. Yogurt. Big fan. Yeah, yogurt. Do you do yogurt? I don't. Kefir? I would drink kefir as a kid. I'm not against right. kefir, but I don't know. I just, I like, uh, I didn't want to give you cash because you're not a child, but also whenever you open an <laughs> like a birthday card or an envelope, isn't it nice to see like a little... A little something, something in there? In there? A little yeah. extra? Yeah. Yes. And it's not necessary. Like, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to open a birthday card and be like, wah, wah. But, you know, if there's, like, a $2 bill or something, it's like, cool, you know, yeah. Thank you. Birthday card shouldn't be empty. No. Thank you. And then some more swag. It's a month free of... So it's a ski pass for a one-month free trial. Oh, I see what it is. For Paramount Plus. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Is that... Can I watch Picard now with that? Yep, you can. Okay, is Picard worth watching? I think so. Yeah? Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love that Star Trek crap. <clears throat> this is great. Yeah, and I don't know why they did it like that. It's weird. Well, probably because it's because it's a ski pass for right. the Lodge. So this is supposed to emulate me having my pass. Right, what's the Lodge? Like what? I don't know. It's the Lodge, the ski pass. Because it's the mountain. Because Paramount has the logo oh, of the mountain. Oh, because the mountain, I get it. It's on a little I retractable lanyard. Ski pass for the lodge. And the rest of this is snacks that Devin brought back from Spain <clears throat> for us to taste test. Okay. <clears throat> so we have exotic. I love how they're. Um... Okay. Oh my god. Okay. How's your Spanish? <laughs> well, not bad. Not great. So look, so we're just gonna get into this. I don't, we don't have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're here. Do you have so, other questions about something else? What were we talking about? El sabor is uh, you know what sabor means? No. Flavor. Ah. Um. Sabor, sabor receta, campesinas. There's tomato and garlic. So I don't know what. 
campanola. Um, so, tomato and garlic, I don't know. Lays, tomato and garlic. Potato chips, no gluten. Seen gluten, 100% ingredients. Oh, we're gonna try them? Let's get in there. So these came on the plane from Spain? I guess, mainly on the plane. I mean, Bar barbecue. Yeah, it's made like on garlic. It tastes like barbecue chip. Mm hmm. It tastes like barbecue lays. Campesinas. They're a little bit milder than right. barbecue ones. That mesquite is kind of missing. <clears throat> what is the meaning of campesinas? A native of Latin American rural area. Rural. Rural. That means rural potato chips, basically. Okay. Um. Next so up, like barbecue. Yeah, yeah, kind of barbecue yeah. roll. Yeah, it is. It's a weird interpretation of these things, but I like it. So this next one, do you want to open this? It says ruffles sabor a jamón. Jamón is ham, mm -hmm. but I don't know what presunta means. Presunto. Ham. It all means ham. Oh, well, jamón. There's like jamón that imberico. Iberico jamón. Oh god. Ham flavored. This is gonna be disgusting. Okay. It smells like dried ham. They're very mild. They don't really taste like anything. You getting a lot of ham in that? On Not the, a lot. On the palate? Or just on the nose? I'm getting... What kind of a finish are we looking at there? I'm getting some... I'm getting this, it's salty, it's salty ham. So it's like the salty aftertaste of ham, hmm. if that's. Mm -hmm. Like a La Croix, like you, you had ham yesterday. Mm-hmm. Here. I'm not mad about the rural, rural. Uh... But I'm gonna have the ham with the barbecue mm. ham. I'm gonna try that. Mix them up. Your mother asked a bunch of questions on Facebook, too. I'm trying Did to find. Did she? Mm-hmm. Keep meaning to talk to her about that. Just kidding. <laughs> it's encouraged. Um, Keep them coming, Mom. Okay. <clears throat> What's next? Olive oil. Flavored Lay's, Mediterranean. <laughs> These just smell like potato chips. AKA no flavor at all. I didn't realize that. There was another one that I that I saw. It was um, they were from England and they were just salt and vinegar. No, they were just sea salt flavored mm -hmm. crisps. So it was just like oh, they're salty potato chips. These aren't. Hmm. I like the texture on these. It's like not as um, not as upsetting as like those uh, kettle chips. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're gonna break your teeth out. But they're not. This as... is a nice, light, very, very plain chip. Doesn't feel too salty. They're not at all. But they're not bland. The olive oil really celebrates the flavor of the potato. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I wish I knew where. And they're crispier than regular Lay's. Those are just delightful. You like those? Classicus Originus. Originius? You want to look up some words? Mm-hmm. What's Gerasol? G-I-R-A-S-O-L. G-I-R-A-S-O-L. Oh. Um. Ginger? Jerusalem artichoke. Oh. Uh, um, so sunchoke. They're not, they're not potato chips. So here's something to be careful about with Jerusalem artichokes or with sunchokes. Uh -huh. These are very good. They're sort of like potato chips, but yeah. you can roast them up. They're a little bit softer in texture. That's why they're they're actually firmer. They're thicker than a potato chip. But they will um they will give you the runs if you eat too many of them. Ah, <laughs> you will shit your pants. Well, let's just pump the brakes <laughs> on these bad boys then. Um, but yeah. Um, damn it. I wanted to find, I wanted to find your mother's questions. Um, those are really good. Those are nice and light. I like those. Little sun choke chips. Um, the ham ones are weird. Mediterraneous. <clears throat> Maybe if I do it this way. Now you can look up Lay's Mediterraneous. Con acite de olivier. Um, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. And azite. The ham ones are starting to grow on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got there? <clears throat> Grefusa goblins. Goblins. <clears throat> um. Goblins. They look like they might be funyuny. So they look like little bowls. Like Fritos. Yeah. Not an excellent Frito either. Very hollower. Like they're puffed. Mm-hmm. They're like more aerated. What is there any flavor on this? No. Salt and corn. That's weird. It kind of tastes like bugles. It does have a bugleness to it. Okay. This would be good in some Frito pie. Hmm. Um, what's your favorite? Well, they have different merits. I feel like, as far as just flavor, I rather like these, um, how do you say this one again? Campens... Campensina? Campensinas. Mm-hmm. Like a very mild barbecue. Mm-hmm. A rural chip. A rural chip. <laughs> texture that I really like these. Mediterraneans. Relays, Mediterraneans. Yeah. The sun choke chips. Not bad. I think all in all, 
I think if you throw them in a bowl together... I'm not worried about the snack game over in Spain. I think they're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. And did she... What else did she have? I mean... You know, I don't know. Did she mention any other snacks that she enjoyed or... Well, she went out to dinner a few times yeah. with some, you know, co- colleagues, co-workers and stuff. She said that she Tapas. had an amazing um, little dinner one night. She and a, a colleague, he's from Australia, he spoke Japanese mm-hmm. like, fluently. And she was pretty solid in her Spanish. They're sitting there having dinner at this place and there's really not a lot of people there. She said there's a, one table that kind of keeps growing. Mm-hmm. They keep pulling more tables over, more people are joining, it gets bigger and bigger. And sort of, well, Asian man is kind of looking at them, like he's kind of confused that they're there. Like I don't, he didn't rent the whole restaurant, but he was like, you know, finally he comes over and he's like, "Hi, where are you guys from? What are you, you know, are you from here? Like, what's going on?" And it comes up, he's like from, he's and he's speaking fluent Spanish. He's speaking Spanish to them, mm-hmm. and so Devin's talking to him, and then she says, "Oh, where, where, you know, I'm from, in California. He's from Australia. We're here for this conference, whatever." And where are you from? And he says some, the name of some town in Japan, which apparently is where the Australian guy like studied Japanese or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I know that town. I'm, and he starts speaking Japanese to him. And now the Japanese guy's just changed gears and starts speaking Japanese to him. And it turns out that this is like a an international like language speaking group. And they get together wherever they happen to be. They all like they meet up online, whatever, like somebody will arrange it in whatever town they're in. And they all just like, oh, if you speak like German and French, you go to this thing and there would be German and French speakers there that speak other two languages. So like you, you're you constantly like speaking. Pairing multiple, off. Yeah, meeting, speaking multiple languages. So you can practice your right. German and your French or whatever that is. It's just a really cool, weird language. Huh. So they end up like hanging out with these people. and That sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. That sounded pretty awesome. I think we may have discussed this before, but it it's... I don't know if I would be able to understand it or comprehend the idea, but it's interesting to think of a Spanish person with a or Jap, speaking Japanese with a Spanish accent, or right because we just think of English, you know, an American English, right, and then we go, oh, they have a Spanish Mexican accent, they have an Italian accent, right, but he's speaking Spanish probably with a Japanese accent, with a Japanese accent, it's right? like what does that sound like? Yeah, I don't know, you know, we don't, we just don't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. Um, For sure. You want to help me answer these questions from your mother? Okay. Sure. <laughs> well, first off, Gloria, thank you for your questions and thank you for your patience. Um, you know, thanks for listening. These are, thanks for listening. Um, I really don't think there. I, mean, I don't know how many people anymore, but we got to look I, at those. I think graphics. it's your mother and like three people. Yeah. But um, but of those of those three people and your mother, we do appreciate. Um, your questions. Yes. Okay. Question the first. Okay. When did John start eating meat again? Or does goat not count? <laughs> okay. I would love to tell you that goat doesn't count. I would love to tell you that goat is the only meat that I eat. Um, this is not a very interesting question, but I was... I think a lot of us were under the impression that you didn't eat meat. And, and didn't I didn't for, for a very a long time. Right. And then all of a sudden we were hanging out having a conversation. I think it's on a podcast where you said, oh, blah, blah, blah. And you're having a gyro, you're having steak, or you're having something. I was like, oh, when did you start eating meat again? Or I don't know. So I think probably in 2021 and I talked to a nutritionist. and um, Always a wise decision. 
I, I think you should I suggest it for anyone to actually go talk to somebody who knows about food yeah, and who somebody will, went to school for it and, went to school for it and yeah. will talk to you about what's going on and um so basically try to eat some meat and I was like I don't really want to and they're like well okay well here's the thing and here's where you can get it you're gonna have to be diligent and this is why you're eating this way and this is why you're craving certain things that you don't want to eat and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and so I just started slowly incorporating it back into my diet um, I don't eat a lot of it because you know um, our friend Aaron is raising her child vegan who's Aaron? Aaron from Seattle oh yeah okay and like I haven't like commented but she's always on Facebook and she's like she was having some issue where she took her son to um kindergarten or some or some schooling situation and they're like having snacks and she's like i just want to make sure that the snacks that you're offering my son are are vegan mm-hmm. and the teacher's like somebody overheard it was like what you can't not feed them and she's like everyone needs to mind their own fucking business and and i was like okay but like is it because human beings aren't herbivores you know we're not vegan by nature the kid's gonna be fine walter no doubt in my mind but it just raised, and I didn't say anything to her. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to help you raise your child. Mm-hmm. No, of course, she's mm-hmm. a very intelligent woman. Like, she yeah. probably did her research. I'm not mm-hmm. sure there's not a chance in hell that there's any danger to this kid. But it just seems so strange and foreign to me that how do you supplement? Like, this person's telling you, like, <laughs> what you're missing in your diet. You need to, now you have to eat this. Or this is why you're craving these other things. Because you need, you know, meat's part of. It can be. The I nutrients mean, you find in meat are part of what you need. The problem is the way in which we get meat that is problematic, that is sure. full of, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you buy a steak, not only is it $70, it's soaked in butter. Yeah. It's so good. And it's so good. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. But it's soaked in butter. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I usually... It's very not kosher. Not at all. I, I just so I mean I think the... I think the vegan kid's probably going to be fine, and the vegan kid's going to make his own decisions or her own decisions, um, yes. and they're they're going to pro- the the vegan kid is probably going to try meat at some point. I meet people all the time who are like, I haven't had seafood until just last year, and they're like twenty six years old or somebody. They, oh, that's what it was. It was caviar. Mm. Um, and you don't like caviar? Uh, I like caviar. Do you? And there was a uh, a couple of different girls who were in their twenties mid to late 20s and they were like we've never had caviar they're like that seems kind of gross and i'm like you're out of your fucking mind um so eggs i mean well and there's this like ew and i said are you kidding me so after the caviar sales and we didn't sell all of them right and so there's one left and you know you're not going to sell it the next day or what how how whatever time it was it was like they're they're pulling out the caviar for the for the staff mm-hmm. i was like you need to get in there now you normally they come they we were we were doing ours with a pizza mm-hmm. um so it's like this thinly sliced potato pizza and all that stuff because normally you get them on little bellinis which are little pancakes basically who's in charge of ruining pizza at your restaurant <laughs> we have some of the best pizza in the world you i don't come, know about that you should come caviar in caviar and potato pizza yeah. well, it comes separate it's You're like not... when an alien comes to this planet like i will open a pizza shop <laughs> And they just like pick random fucking ingredients. People were loving the, the. No, we didn't put it on there. Like it came separate. Okay. And whatever. you could like put a little bite on your potato pizza, mm-hmm. and it was like whatever the fresh herbs are. Yeah. So everybody went in there, and these these girls went in who had never had caviar before, and they're like, "Oh my god, John, 
that stuff is so good. And I'm like, I know. I told you. Mm-hmm. It's delicious saltiness. With I like with the, with the little egg and the little chive and the what little onion. What is delicious? Onion. I don't find it delicious. You eat it Jack in the Box. I will occasionally <laughs> snack on something from Jack in the Box at like 2 in the morning if there's mm-hmm. nothing else open. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't take my meals at Jack in the Box. You're not dining in? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it's delicious. If you don't like seafood... I've tried just about everything. I, I've tried... You know, and Do you I, like oysters? I love oysters. But again, the oyster itself, I mean, you, you want like... this. I like the smaller oyster just because it's not taking up too much room in your mouth. It's not a big, soggy, slimy, weird thing in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then, so you have this tiny little thing. It doesn't have a lot of flavor on its own. You're having, you put some mignonette on it or some... You know, mm-hmm. some lemon juice, some you know, some spicy business in there, and it's like, that's what you're eating. I mean, that's what you're tasting. Right. Well, the caviar is just pure salty of the sea goodness. Yeah, but the first two descriptors there don't really jive with the last one. Goodness, salty. It's like it's like green olives. Like, are they delicious? All they do is taste like salt. I mean, as my palate's kind of grown accustomed to salt when you're a little kid you can't touch them because all they, it's just a mouthful of salt right mm-hmm. but then you become desensitized to the salt and you kind of need more salt to taste anything that's why like you go to old folks homes and it's just salty onion soup everywhere like everything's just like caramelized fucking onions and salt because that's all they can taste their palates are gone that's where you guys are headed all you little caviar eaters <laughs> just having like mouthfuls right, of salt right because the, they keep the sodium low at Jack in the Box Okay, again, MSG is asalt, but it's not salt itself. And it's not salty food. If you just put a bite of Jack in the Box in your mouth, you're not like, hmm, that's salty goodness. It is briny. It is fishy. It is of the sea. That's you not good enough? You saying that, but that's... No? I don't know. It's not so delicious. So why don't you sell me on the caviar? I come up, I'm like, ooh, what's this caviar? It's a delicacy. Uh, it's very hard to uh, to come by. It will be probably running out fairly soon <clears throat> as they keep harvesting these creatures to extinction. Um, not like the meat industry, which is really disdainful. This is a really sustainable business model uh-huh. for planet Earth. We can get behind it. It's delicious, isn't it? That's how you do it? The delicious, of... delicious irony, John? <laughs> I don't like steak because of... Well, no, but I didn't because of the steak industry, but I'll eat caviar because the caviar there is, industry. There, like, I mean, I think I think the Russians are so good at so many things, you know. Yes, I think there's there's a moral stance to be made for veganism. Absolutely, one hundred percent. The meat industry, the fish, all of it is fucking garbage and filled with corruption and filth and disease, and it's going to kill us and this country. And the sooner we can get away from it, the better we will all fucking be. Wait, now, does that include the caviar people? Yeah, okay. all of them. Because well, is it Tom Douglas? Is that his name? No, he's a chef. No, but Douglas Adams, the Hitchhiker's no. Guide to the Galaxy. No, no, the French Laundry guy, Thomas Keller. Okay, he's got the Ocetra caviar, right? Mm-hmm. His own little line of caviar. Now is he harvesting these sea urchins here? I don't know if he has aquariums or not. But right, like where is this? It's his line, right? It's his caviar. You've heard of Ocetra? Mm-hmm. That's the French. That's his. That's his caviar. I don't know where these animals are. Maybe he's squeezing are fish they being farmed? out back. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so sure they're, they're being farmed. Milking his own fish. But <clears throat> I don't not eat it because of some moral compunction. My whole thing was I just feel better when I'm not eating lots and lots of meat. I was also eating a lot of processed foods. I was mm-hmm. eating a lot of 
processed cured meats, mm-hmm. which was giving me other issues oh. like gout. Yeah. So I had gout multiple times a year because I was eating too much salami. Oh. So I love salami. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. <clears throat> so there were other reasons, but sure. that's why you quit. And then what did what did this uh, health professional say when they to convince you to start eating meat again? For me, it was mostly about convenience, and it was like okay. When you start counting your macros and your calories and all that stuff and you see where everything's coming from and then you start to realize how many of your calories are coming from carbohydrates, mm-hmm. um, you just, I needed to cut those out. And mm-hmm. so the easiest way was to just roast some chicken breast or roast a pork tenderloin. Mm. I do throw tofu in there still because And then you can I eat like less it. bread because you don't need all that. Correct. Not just bread, but also carbohydrates in the... All the pastas. Mm-hmm. Are you still eating all that pasta? Have you been to the doctor about your gluten intolerance yet? Well, gluten, I have no gluten intolerance. This is yeah. not true. Last time she <laughs> what, last time she said anything about it, she said, "I just need a yeah. I can't. I got to cut out the bread and the pasta." <laughs> and I asked her because my blood pressure was really high. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, "What am I supposed to do with all the sauce?" Mm-hmm. And she just kind of rolled her eyes at me and was like, "Well." Take it to your grave, I guess. <laughs> so you'll be taking the sauce to your grave. I guess so. Whatever I can't eat. <clears throat> um, can I get a to-go box? <laughs> but I do think that we will get be it. going replicator Star Trek. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a reality. I, I find that highly improbable. <laughs> Unless, so, what are you talking about? Because I'm talking because about the, the robots that are clean like, meat, lab-grown meat. Yeah, you can like culture your own cells. Cultured meat, yes. Yeah, from your own from your own cells. Yeah, but I mean, we'll and you be can have a fridge it. full of like Johnny steaks, and uh-huh. you can just eat steaks made out of yourself. Yes, culture from Johnny's cells. But they'll be culturing because they they cultured salmon. Did I mm. tell you this? Mm. No. So they had a piece of cultured salmon mm-hmm. completely in the in the lab, mm-hmm. and they put it next to a slice of fresh wild caught salmon. Sure. And the chef said that the cultured salmon tasted better. Hmm. There's no plastics in the cultured salmon. Right. There's fucking plastic in all of our food. Uh, the microplastics and the, yeah. The microplastics are in everything and they're everywhere. Yeah, and you know where they're fucking coming from. Where? Oh my God. Now this is just supposition on my part. Uh-huh. Legally, I don't even know if I'm about to say what I'm about to say, but have you heard of HelloFresh? Yeah. It's a, a meal delivery system. Right. Well, they come with these giant bricks of frozen ice packs yeah that say on the outside of them this is recyclable and the instructions are to follow cut it open thaw it right like melt all this this Mm -hmm. ice block down and dump out this non-toxic substance and then recycle this back and so i'm looking at it and i'm i strained it all out and it's just like spongy silicate it's like silicone Mm mm-hmm and half of it's now down the sink. And I'm like, fuck. Like, what did I just do? How many customers do these people have? Three times a week, these boxes are coming. How many gallons of these plastics are just being literally dumped down? And it's like, I yeah. was like, holy shit. Like, I just dumped like a gallon of fucking liquidized, or rubberized silicate down the Down fucking, the drain. Yeah. Into the water system. Yeah. Where's that going? Where's that end? So now I pour them in the garbage can, which makes my garbage, you know, if you don't know, if you carried a gallon of milk 
<laughs> in a bag. In a bag. Yes. In the bottom of your garbage sack. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, fuck. Yeah. And I don't know where that's going. I mean, that's going to leach into, you know. Somewhere. Something. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We all just... We need to go back to churning our own butter. Are you churning your own butter still? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. Well, I've found this butter that Kelly's... Oh, yeah. The Irish? Oh, God. It's, it's really so good. good. So, mm-hmm. I just let them do it. Yeah. I like Kelly's. I heard some stories. I heard some stories about Irish butter. Somebody was telling me, oh, that somebody had gone to Ireland and gotten these mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. in some pub or something like that, and they were like the best fucking. It was just some tavern in Ireland, and they were the best fucking mashed potatoes they had ever had. Well, I mean, because it was this Irish butter that was in uh, them. Yeah, probably. That they were blown away. They couldn't believe it. And they were like, yeah. They probably never had Irish butter before. They, they were probably just, never had good butter. They said, before. what's in these? And they said, potatoes, butter, salt, and pepper. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, there's nothing else in here. But, like, I remember the the first time I had good butter. Like, I was, mm-hmm. was my, my uncle was in um, Idaho at the time. Mm-hmm. I was visiting him, and he just made toast. And I took a bite mm-hmm. of this toast, and I was like, oh my God. Like, is that movie theater butter? Like, is that butter flavoring you put on there? He's like, no, it's just. It's just butter. Like, if you and I have good butter, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're buying all this, like, shit butter, Lucerne or whatever, the, the, mm-hmm. the local... Trash butter. Trash American butter. It doesn't even taste like butter. Like, this stuff that they're making, like, that butter flavoring, like, when you go to, like, go to the movie theater, and you're like, you want butter flavoring? Like, yeah. You have to get butter flavoring. You can't just have butter to give you butter flavoring. Because it's cheaper to just have bit f- yeah. butter flavor that's made from... Plastic, whatever the, yeah, whatever the fuck they make it out of, but um, but no, I haven't, I know, I haven't done any uh, meal delivery recently. Mm. I used to do some snack delivery stuff, but like that was getting too expensive, and I just it started to pile up in the fucking cupboards, and I was like, I'd have weird little like curry pretzels and fucking white chocolate yeah. raisins, or you know, <laughs> it was just it was getting to be too much, but yeah, but yes. Um, yeah, the HelloFresh thing is getting out of hand, too. So you, gotta, you have to cook it all. It's like, well, yeah. you get them three at a time, and then by the time you get to the third one, the, the peppers inside are kind of sh- shriveling up a little mm-hmm. bit. You're like, oh, it's the last day. I'm glad we're cooking it now, because the produce isn't going to last forever. Do you like the HelloFresh stuff? Other than them leaching silicone well, into the water system? Devin's, uh, you know, sh- uh, you take a lot of information about cooking for granted. Like when you've been cooking for a while or professionally or anything like that. like, mm-hmm. And so she doesn't have a lot of that background or experience. And so it's really good for her to like kind of get – they give you the recipe, what the what the dish is supposed to look like at the end, what it looks in the, at each stage. And they give you all the ingredients. Like, okay, now dice the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Now do this. And like it kind of shows her how to do the mise en place. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a great learning tool. And now her portfolio is, you know, her little – stack of recipes she's done is pretty thick she's getting more confident in the kitchen which i think is really good for her so i cook like a fucking wild man i mean me too like it makes her <laughs> like, crazy like i'm like there's no meats i want to make chili you know and i just kind of like throw some shit in a pot with some spices and she's like what are you doing and i'm like taste it and she's like well what did you put in there i'm like i don't know just taste it like Nothing bad. Like I didn't put any feces in there. It's just well, I know the spices and stuff. Salt. Like I know the onions and carrots go in first, and then the peppers are going to go in a little bit later. Right. Put and your tomatoes in last. And whatever. All that stuff. Yeah. And so I kind of just like go for it. And sometimes I'm you know running behind the clock because I forgot to chop something else, and it's cooking now. And so like 
<clears throat> there's only a short window before I can put this in before everything is too cooked and yeah. But I don't really like pay too much attention. Yeah, there's a lot. But of things I guess you I don't take it for to. granted, right? Right. Like there's certain things that you've just kind of figured out in mm-hmm. your time, you know. And so, and I'm just like, I don't know. So there, what'll happen is I'll get all these spices and I'll be running low on certain things, or I'll have just a little bit. And so I'm like. I think the lemon pepper and the sage and whatever's left in the red chili flakes are all going to get married together. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to shake that up and I'm going to put another little pinch of black pepper and some salt in there. And then that's just going to be my quote unquote seasoning salt. Yeah. I have like the scraping, like I have a, I have a, the new can of uh, peanut butter is ready Mm -hmm. to go. But the old jar of peanut butter, which still has a fair amount of peanut butter in it, but I'm saving that. And I just kind of threw like a couple tablespoons of vinegar in it. A little soy sauce, a little garlic, mm. some chili flakes, you know, some salt and pepper. Shake it up, you know, and I seared off some chicken and I, you know, you made a little peanut satay. And it's just, it's like, oh, what was in there? What's your recipe? It's like, you don't need a recipe for every little thing. You just, you know, you, you have spices and mm-hmm. herbs. You you know, everyone out there, you have access to these things. Forget about HelloFresh. Hello, yeah. Walter. Hello, Walter. <laughs> but like, you can go to like other weird restaurants, uh, not restaurants, but like, um... You go to like the spice section of the grocery store and mm-hmm. there's like all the little jars and McCormick's or whatever the fuck. But then you also off to the side, you see like the plastic bags mm-hmm. where it's like two ninety nine for like the same herbs, the same spices. Or you go to like, um, what's this one over here? The the basket, the fruit basket it has this whole section. You go to these little sections off to the side, like these little bags. They're the same spices, the exactly. same dried spices, but they're like a fraction of the cost. You can get them, I think, at the dollar store. Some, in some yes, cases. you can. I've gotten my. And it's like, store. yeah, if, why wouldn't you buy? Here's your business model: go to the dollar store and buy six dollars worth of bay leaf, repackage it, and sell it at the grocery store for thirty six dollars. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous the markup on these fucking spices. I don't get it, but I mean, the spice trade is serious business. I has guess has been for a great many years, <laughs> for a millennia. I mean, it, it um, colonized our fucking mm-hmm. continent. Uh, okay, uh, question number two. Oh, <laughs> is that all we've gotten? Uh, I have always poo-pooed the idea of people being ageist until I heard your dialogue on food preferences and menu offerings. When did this happen to my son? <laughs> <laughs> when, did I start... when did you start hating old people? No, I think she's talking about eating like an old person. Eating like an old person. Because I'm like looking at the menu, I'm like, yeah, it's some French onion soup. Yeah. When did this happen to my son? When did this happen to you? Hmm. I think Walter's always been kind of I don't, an old person, as long as I've known him. Um, I wouldn't call him an old soul. He doesn't really have much figured out. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, You're not offending me. Um, no, I, I think that uh, in my estimation, you tend to have a affinity toward flavors and fashions. Uh, from an era of which you do not know necessarily, or you were not around to experience fully. I was there. I've had I've had steak Diane at Marie Callender's. I mean, you okay, know, like I mean, you were seven. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> like I don't really know what else I can say about it. How old was I? I don't know, but I was there. I remember it. I remember the smell of it. Okay. I remember the dishes: tarragon and steak, best friends. I don't know what to tell you. But you saying... I feel like a lot of these things, like ketchup, they've been figured out, you know? Like, you know, they made Indiana Jones. They made the movie, mm-hmm. right? They made ketchup. 
They they already figured it out. You don't have to redo Indiana Jones. They yeah. did that with the temple, the uh, the skull, well, made crystal skull. Sequels, but they're not going to like come out with a new actor who's going to remake the first one. That's not going to sell anything. You think? I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to get probably bored. Will. It's just like you go in and you see, uh, you know, eggs Benedict on the menu. It's like they already figured out somebody made that dish, and that's great. It's a great dish. Hollandaise, poached egg, some ham on a, you know, English muffin, and it's like the perfect fucking thing. And then some new dipshit chef comes along and is like, well, I'm going to make it, but with a crab cake. <laughs> now it's mine. You're not changing anything. You're not, you're not making the movie better. Crab Benedict sounds good, though, no? People love him, but whatever. It's, it's, it's not going to be the original Indiana Jones. It's not going to be Harrison Ford. <laughs> picking up his hat just in the nick of time. I mean, it's just... You know, they've already figured these. there are certain things that have already been solved. And my encouragement to the world is make something new. Stop reinventing ketchup because we're not interested. It's not interesting to me anyway. Make something new. Yeah, and you can use ketchup. Yeah, you can start with the Eggs Benedict and put a crab cake in there, sure. But don't pretend like you've made something new. Putting a tomato slice in there. It's like, not everyone wants a tomato slice. Like, we already know what Eggs Benedict was. I see it on the menu and I order it. And then I get this fucking bullshit with cumin sprinkled on top. I get fucking Hattie's hat. Ruined my fucking Eggs Benedict. It's just breakfast. What do you mean it's just breakfast? Actually, it's the most important meal of the day. I've heard that said before. Go ahead and write that down. But, (laughs) your give a shit book. Um, but like, yeah, I just paid fucking $27 for fucking breakfast. Like, A, that's, you know. You don't want cumin on there. Well, put it on the menu. Tell me that, you know, it's Eggs Benedict, but we, just so you know, we're going to put cumin all over the fucking top of it. I won't order it. Yeah. I'll, I w- I'll, I'll get be, the Or waffles. I'll tell you not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be like, or I'll order something else. But just like sneak ingredients in there. It's like, what if I'm allergic to cumin? Now all my friends are eating, I have to order something else. And now we're late to the fucking show because... I have to wait for a separate entree because you didn't tell me there was an ingredient I'm allergic to on there. I feel like it should be illegal to put ingredients in dishes that aren't listed on the fucking menu. You should. You should put people in prison for that. You should. Somebody should fucking... At least... Actually, you know what? Fuck prison. We need to get rid of this prison system. What Find we need to them? Do is, well, I think public flogging should be brought back. <laughs> humiliation. Public humiliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing the thing where they, you put them in stocks and have everyone throw tomatoes at them. What about was, like um, Game of Thrones where they walk them naked through the... Never saw it. But but there's that thing that... You never saw Game of Thrones? <laughs> I've never seen a single... Well, I saw the first episode. Oh, it didn't interest you. Well, I, 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 didn't I tell you this already? I don't know. I don't think so. We haven't talked about... After I left Napa and before I landed back in Seattle, mm-hmm. I, I spent a little time in, back in Eugene and I was staying with my sister, Catherine, and... I was like, do you have a book I could read? You know, a book I could borrow? And she gave me this book, and I read it. It was some trashy, you know, whatever the fuck novel. And then years later, like, they're playing this, this show. Game of Thrones show. And this girl is like, she escapes from something, or this knighted person, and they go up this hill, and there's a guy hiding behind the bush, and she kills this other guy, and he goes up in the tree, or some shit happens. And I'm like... Wait, she's about to kill that guy, and then she does, and I'm like, but the other guy's waiting behind the bush up, you know, behind the road, and they're like, how do you know this? This is brand new. Like, nobody has seen this yet. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, because, you know, as you're reading a book, you kind of see images Mm -hmm. in your head, and so as I'm watching this, I'm like, this seems really familiar. I'm like following it, 
And then I'm like, oh, was this that fucking book? And I called Catherine. I'm like, what was that book that I read at your house? She's like, oh, you read Game of Thrones. I'm like, got it. Okay. So I've seen it kind of in my head as I read it, and it didn't really interest me, so I didn't get into it. And then all of a sudden I turn around, and there's three seasons and four books, and he's writing new books, and the books are trying to catch up to the seasons or whatever the fuck, and I'm out of it. I'm already out of the loop, and I'm I'm lost You're not ready to get back in? I don't really care about any. I didn't really enjoy the book. Oh, okay. You're not a fantasy guy. You're more of a sci-fi guy anyway. Yeah, fantasy doesn't really do it for me. No Lord of the Rings even? People love that. Well, because I kind of... The Hobbit, the original, the old cartoon mm-hmm. Hobbit that was like from the 70s or whatever. Yeah. I just recently rewatched that. It's a mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I, that's why I won't. Because it I was won't. so terrible. But as a kid, I remember it was like right when movie stores, video stores had just come out. And our cousin... Uh, like she opened an account and she rented this movie to like you know she's gonna have she has an account she i don't know she brought this movie over that she had rented and then she left and left this movie with us and we don't know where to take it what to do with it so we just have was like we just have this movie it lived in the vcr because it was before you know people started accumulating libraries of movies and we didn't even have a membership at this video store yet, you know. It was remember that when you had to get a membership at a certain yeah. video store, you had to have you your little sign card. contract. Yeah. Every time you took a movie, I was like, "If I don't bring this back, I'll I will sign give you hundred dollars." Yeah, you this long list of small mm-hmm. print. Said, "Yeah, I'm gonna pay you everything." So weird, but yeah, I so knew I had a girl, the Hobbit mm-hmm. lived in my VCR for my most of my childhood. It was just yeah, nothing else. You just pop it in there and you watch the Hobbit. Um, I knew a girl in high school, so this was 1994. Five. Um, remember when the movie Singles came out, which I think was the year before, 94, 95, whatever that was? Kira Sedgwick. She was in that. Was she in that? I don't remember. But She's the one with like no jaw, mm-hmm. no chin or no jaw mm-hmm. or whatever. She was in... She might have been. Never saw Singles. So when Basically, Singles yeah, came out on VHS, when it came out to, it came out to video, mm-hmm. you could buy VHS tapes, um, but they were $100 a piece. You couldn't just go buy a DVD for three ninety nine or buy it for even eighteen ninety nine. Right. So she saved up her money to go buy singles on VHS for a hundred dollars, so she could have it and own it at her house and watch it. Wow. Which is how's your Bitcoin doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's um, rough. <clears throat> Who was that? As just a girl I knew in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Belinda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three. Okay, when third, did our when question. did French onion soup become old people food? And does this mean that Walter will no longer eat it because of the association? I think she's confused because I I do in fact enjoy the old people food. And you like French onion soup? Well, only if you take out the onions. But yeah. <laughs> well, then what? It's just broth and cheese. I know, but I like the flavor of the onions, like the caramelized onions. Want... Just the slimy little. Yeah, it's gross. I like them if they're they're caramelized and they're crispy on top of my steak. Mm-hmm. Those those are delicious. Okay, but a slimy little fucker in a in a bowl of soup is not pleasant. Yeah. Speaking of which, I had some boba tea this this afternoon. Oh yeah, I, you were telling me. I put egg pudding in it. You put egg pudding in your boba tea. It wasn't quite thick enough for you. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It was okay. I could have done without the egg pudding. Yeah. It was just milk and tea and then like little tapioca like, pearls. Do you suck the tapioca pearls up the straw? And you, you suck the egg pudding through the straw. <clears throat> well, I mean, when I busted my chin open, I ate everything through a straw. Mm-hmm. Like a long time, I used to gross my sister. I'd be like sucking Jello up, SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. great fun. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. It was fun. It was How freaky. did you break your jaw? Catherine pushed me off a chair. Oh. 
Well, we invented a game. I think you told me this before. Yeah. But... It was a it was a mix between um, follow the leader or uh, yeah, it's a follow the leader. Like you would do whatever the person's doing in front of mm-hmm. you and uh, hot lava. Right. And so we'd run around the furniture. Right. Not touching the, other, the floor. Not touching the floor. And the other person, and once you got halfway around, one of the people says magnet. And then the other person has to catch you have to run around and you have to catch up to them before they get to where you said magnet, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Right. So we're basically sprinting across the furniture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, try not to touch the floor. It's a really terrible game. Mm-hmm. And I think we're wearing socks. Right. Or pajamas or whatever the fuck we're wearing. It's not safe in any, there's no context in which this is safe. And anyway, I get up to the edge of the chair and I'm trying to, I'm thinking there's like a half a second to negotiate my next move. And the next move is, the fireplace. There's a big stone mm-hmm. fireplace with a mantle right there. And Catherine's catching up to me. I'm like, what am I going to do? And she catches up behind me and she kind of bumps into me. She's like, I got you. And like, my feet slip off the thing and my face goes into the corner of the fireplace. Ugh. It goes right up inside my head. You can like see my tongue waggling around like through my face. And of course, we're little kids. So we're freaking out. We start screaming and crying and uh, we run upstairs, you know, my mom's like, oh my God, like, what's going on? And like, ah, and it doesn't matter what happened. Like, let's fix this. So she grabs a towel. She puts it on my, like, pulls my face together. She's like holding my chin together. And, and you're screaming the entire my cousin, time. the one who brought the Hobbit, Cindy, um, she's like, Cindy, you know, get the car. We got to, you know, Walter's just got to go to the ER. So we run out, we pile in the car. And of course we're, we're in there and I'm like whimpering. I'm like, oh, and I don't know. If it's just my passive aggressive nature, I'm sure I wasn't curious, but because I know what happened, like I wasn't mad at Catherine, but I'm like, Catherine, how could you do this to your little brother? <laughs> She's like sobbing, I'm just like twisting the knife. I don't know. That was mean. And we get to the hospital, and they're like sewing me up, and I'm like, Doctor, Doctor, wait, 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 wait. And he's like, What is, is everything okay? Are you hurt? And I'm like, No, no, I just, just don't, don't fuck up. <laughs> like, that's what you said. That's what I said. Apparently, and everyone's like, the doctor's like trying to not laugh while he's sewing mm-hmm. my face together the, but the best part of the story is of course my my sister Cindy um, she's in night school and she comes home and the house is empty and the lights are on and the door is open and there's little bloody handprints all over the house <laughs> <laughs> so she's like she's like screaming runns over to the neighbor's house calls, calls 911 <laughs> so when we come home from the ER of course my dad comes home from work and there's police everywhere he's like and they're like oh you're Mr. Schmidt and they're questioning him in the corner <laughs> and they're like what's going on and Cindy's like freaking out like where's my family <laughs> and we like pull up and they're like everything's okay Everything's okay. Yeah. Walter just broke his jaw. Yeah. Did you break the jaw? No, it just went through inside my jaw. Like you can't see it with the beer, but there's oh, okay. a couple of scars there. It just went in. Oh, you just punctured. Like right through there. The flesh. Yeah, it just went through the chin. Ugh. Not up, but like through. Right there. Like the bone. Ugh. Yeah. Over 50 stitches. So I had like this big thing on my chin for a long time and I had to suck everything through a straw. Did you go to school like that? Were you in school yet? I don't know. I don't remember. I, th- I think so. Maybe I stayed home from school. Yeah. That week. So in these questions, your mother jumps from question three to question five. Where's question uh, four, Mom? I don't know. Where is question four? Damn it. Uh, I just, maybe she deleted it. Maybe it was... Oh, she might have deleted it. Too hot for TV. I don't know. Uh, d- j- five. Does John eat French onion soup? Why or why not? Okay. I would totally get it. Um, 
I would definitely eat French onion soup. It's delicious. I don't like to fill up on soup. Okay, I'm not making French onion soup at home. Mm -hmm. I think you did once or twice. You sure. had those little bowls that you procured from somewhere. Well, that was for um, Coquille Saint-Jacques. Yeah. Um, but I would never order it. I like ramen. It's an entree. I feel like I, the I, cheese and the bread and it's like, I love soup. Mm -hmm. But it's always like an appetizer and I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't get soup for the meal. Right. I wouldn't get soup for the appetizer because I wouldn't want, it's just like, mm -hmm. it's like we have this winter squash soup, mm -hmm. which is delicious. It's like blended and, you know, creamy and flavorful mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. But like, so when I'm not do gonna, you eat soup? I mean, it's more of a, a lunch snack, thing. A I mean, lunch? I would eat. I would eat a can of soup here. I like ramen. I know that's mm -hmm. soup, but that's mostly for the noodles. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, ramen's the only time where I'm like eating soup, quote unquote, or broth. But like mm -hmm. French onion soup just doesn't seem like enough to me. Right. I like the cheese. I like the onions. I like the broth. But so I just wouldn't order it. It's a lunch. It's a, I would certainly have it a lunch on a cold rainy day. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I would not. No, there's a soup course in a lot of um, like fine dining, multi-course mm -hmm. kind of meals. But even then, it's like it's a tiny, shallow bowl of soup. French onion always seems so big. It wouldn't be French onion, right? I don't think like, so. Like you would never find French onion at a, as a as a course in a, a soup course. I don't know. No, it'd be no. like a, a consomme or something, just something light between courses. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I have I'm not I'm not morally opposed to French onion soup. It's just and it's labor be my intensive. First so it's not yeah. something you're gonna make for your own house. Like make all the I mean cook all that shit down there's like brandy in it there's like all this kind of stuff you cook mm -hmm. it all down caramelize on all those, all those onions mm -hmm. just for you yeah that like sounds gonna, <laughs> you know and you put it all together put the cheese on top or the bread and then the cheese and then put it in your oven and you know bake it br brown it on top yeah and then you have to somewhere to put the hot bowl and so have a little saucer and yeah right and again for yourself at home it's probably not gonna happen um Six, John, does your mother know about your strange attraction to dead and decaying corpses? Hmm. And is she concerned? Good question. Has this anything <laughs> to do with your trip to the place that has your relatives on the shelves? <laughs> so, um, what? What? I have some uh, great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother are at a columbarium. Their ashes are in... How does my mother know about this? <laughs> I don't know. We must have talked about it. How do I not know about it? We you... talked about it last year or whenever we talked about Did it. Did we? Mm-hmm. Uh, we for my birthday she came down and we went to the columbarium and visited uh, some relatives. Columbarium. Um, What's a columbarium? It's basically a mall of dead people. So um, you walk through. With the big through, shelves. It's like covered in glass. Floors. Yes. Oh, glass. Well, there's glass and marble. So the outdoor ones had glass on them. Inside, you walk through. It's carpeted. There's people's names, sometimes mm -hmm. cards, my balloons, grandparents flowers. Are these things. Yeah, it's called the columbarium. I thought we had a different name. for Sometimes it. there's a fountain. There's upstairs. There's downstairs. It's weird hallways. It's not that, a mausoleum. No. But we call it. I think we just said shelf. I think we just put them on a shelf. Is what we That's said. what it is. Yeah. As far as my mother, I mean, I don't know. We may have discussed. Um, Where's your columbarium? Where's your family's columbarium? Oakland. Huh. You want to go visit my great-great-grandmother? You want to go to a columbarium sometime? Well, I mean, I go whenever I'm in Eugene. I go yeah. to see my grandpa. This one was just really big and weird. And, mm. like, it just kept going on. And there'd be another room of dead people. Yeah. And you could smell the fresh ones that There's had been in there. Halls, and, like... Really? Yeah. There's the smell of dead death yes. is in there? Wow. Because mm -hmm. the one that we're in, like... It's on Willamette Street. Mm -hmm. You know, like that cemetery, not the one on the big hill, but before you get to that one, there's like another, it's like, I don't know how to explain where it is, but it's, you go th over the cemetery and at the top, 
the mausoleums at the top were like there's like three big hallways it's all like mint green or pink carpeting but it smells very fresh like there's they must have had some i don't know maybe i don't know what but they're they're actually putting bodies in those things not just burning them so you're not burying your person i don't know but it smelled like death wow and it smelled like disinfectant and cleaner and stuff too so like i don't know what happened but it was just really weird and then you like you walk up the stairs and there's more carpeted hallways and marble walls Mm. there's a fountain and there's a garden and then there's all the outdoor stuff that has glass where all the little compartments and big ones for i guess people paid more money Mm -hmm. little ones and so it just and it went on and on and on and on it was like this very strange maze Mm -hmm. of dead people so I don't think my fascination began there, but I just started seeing roadkill that was not desiccated on the side of the road, and I wanted to, like, preserve it somehow. Why? What? I want. I wanted the skulls of these birds. Right. So I picked one up last time I was on a bike, and I got the woodpecker in the freezer. Right. I don't know if my mother knows or not. I didn't hide it from her. But, you know, one of my favorite quotes from you is... John, there are certain things a mother should not know that mothers don't need to know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So I don't, I'm not, I'm not having these discussions with her necessarily, but I'm not having them. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of gross and disgusting. And I do, I certainly do not want to catch any diseases. Yeah. Or be careful. You have gloves and things. That you're we're going to get gloves and face shields and get. masks. What? Going to get. Well, yeah. I haven't touched anything yet. I mean, all right. Though, so when I got the woodpecker, I saw him on the side of the road. I had to walk down a ways and find a plastic bag on the side of the road as well. Like, it wasn't the super sanitary situation, but sure. when I start going out, I'll bring plastic gloves and a plastic bag and all that stuff in on my bike ride so that I can pull over, scoop these things up. Good. As long as you're being safe, buddy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's more of a fascination with, like, wanting the little skull. Skulls are cool. They are are they cool. not? I mean, I don't if I said, hey, Walter, I got you a raccoon skull for your birthday. I'm good. But I had my skull okay. face when I was a kid. Like, we went to Disneyland. Uh-huh. You got a skull at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. I was in the gift shop. Was it Mickey's or Goofy's? or? It was just a human skull. And um, I On eventually... Like, no, it was at the gift shop. Oh. I think it was like 8 or $12 or something, which at the time was expensive. Mm-hmm. I was allowed to get like one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, pick out one thing. And I found this like really cool skull. And I think I eventually... I used it as a candle, like I melted a candle on top. Mm-hmm. This is like a candle kind of thing, situation. It was kind of cool looking. That was during your Phantom of the Opera phase. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I was a little kid. It was, skulls were cool. You were a little theater I kid. But... Grew, grew out of it. <clears throat> so what are you saying? I should grow out of it? I mean, I just no, think... I, mean, I, I think you will, but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't actually processed cool. the animal, so I, I may be just disgusted. Like I'm super glad that you're hitting your, your creepy skull dead person, dead thing phase. Mm-hmm. After you got the haircut, because I don't think I could the two. If it was old Johnny with your fucking like long vintage bowling shirt and your like serial killer hair and your creepy sunglasses and you're like doing taxidermy in the basement with a woman you met on the internet, yeah, I don't, I don't know that any of this would really go very well for anyone. Well, when you put it that way, they're gonna like interview me and be like, "So when did you know?" And I'll be like, "I didn't." Nobody suspected anything. He's been my best friend for so long. Like, why would I? I should have known. The signs were all there. They were all there. (laughs) We were all talking to him, asking him not to do any of this. 
But so, what do you say to somebody? <laughs> what do you say? You say, I love you and I like, hope I love you're you. happy. I wish you would get a haircut, but I love you. It's fine. I'm, be, I'm getting a haircut on Tuesday, by the way. That's good. I'm, I'm going to go, I don't know, yeah. maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. You, get your, you got a night barber? They're open until 8. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so... Hopefully the guy is sober. <laughs> <clears throat> so I haven't actually processed an animal yet. Good. So Did you watch the Dahmer show? No. So I'm thinking show. that that will probably either deter me or I'll know, I'll get a better feeling for what, what I can actually stomach. Because mm-hmm. I might just be fucking grossed out by it all. Uh, get some Vicks Vapor Rub. Put on your nose. Yeah, just put like a big gob of it right here. Keep so you, keep you from smelling into that. So gap. one time, I was working at this restaurant with Rob. Uh, he was the other bartender, mm-hmm. and in the kitchen, the entire city sewer system fucking backed up into the kitchen. Oh my god! And so there was a river of human feces, <laughs> shit, and filth bubbling up <laughs> into the restaurant during dinner oh service. Oh my god! And like, what restaurant was it? EDK. I wasn't going to say the name, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know where else you guys work This together. is like t- 10 years ago, uh-huh. probably. And people are just eating. They have they have like mopped all the shit back. But you and can people, smell it. And people are, everyone's just ignoring it. Wow. Yeah. And the whole place smells like fucking shit. Yeah. It smells like oh my God. the whole world shit its pants. And so <laughs> at that point, Rob and I, both having mustaches, we were t- dipping... Like we had a cup of um, like absinthe or like Pernod because it's so nasty and strong and like mm-hmm. whatever licorice, you know, mm-hmm. anise. And we kept rubbing it in our mustaches so we didn't have to smell the shit while we worked to make drinks for the people <laughs> who were eating in the restaurant that had the fucking oh sewage explode underneath it and oh back up God. and bubble up. And then we were open like they had a guy whose job it was because they had to clear the lane or the line or the whatever mm-hmm. the crawl space. Bring that. So no, it wasn't. Thing. No, it was it was big enough for a person to crawl in. Gross. So he had a whole hazmat call up suit Andy on. Dufresne. Yes. <laughs> get in there. So he would crawl. The only way to get it out was to all crawl all the way down and scoop it into a bag and drag it all the way back and up the thing. And so this man's job for however many hours was to come to the restaurant in a, in a full body suit. Oh my god, how terrifying! And he would crawl the length like of the restaurant, in there, and then you have to crawl scooping backwards. Scooping shit, crawling back. I mean, maybe there it? was room to turn around, but so then he oh would god. fill a bag full of human shit Still, and then drag it out and up. Well, that's a fucking shit job. <laughs> Damn. So that poor fucker. Um. So yeah, um, Vicks Vapo Rub. Yeah, but that's. So I haven't done it yet, but I, I will. I mean, and you know what? I'm probably going to just like, I'm just going to have to do it. You're just going to have to, you pass the Rubicon, right? You see the, the dead raccoon, you want the skull, you just hatch it the head off, wrap it in a bag, and pedal your ass home. So you're going to, okay, just so we're clear. And, and just, put it in I the freezer. I just be clear about, yes. you're going to be bicycling around town. Yes. With a small satchel on your person filled with rubber gloves uh-huh. a small hatchet yes and a little plastic bag yes okay and we're thinking this is gonna go well it's like, what could go wrong right what do you mean what could go wrong if you get pulled over or somebody asks that's a why i'm on a bike about, yeah these police can still pull you over and ask questions like who are you why are you here i'm not discussing my day with a hatchet in your hand you're like over there like you can't up. a man can't have a tool you've got tool what do you have in your truck 
saws. Yeah, I have tools. Hammers. Like, yeah, but that, that's okay. That's not on a bike going through residential neighborhoods with a pack of rubber gloves in my pocket. You have rubber gloves in the car? No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. They're at home. Oh, well, my point is, yeah, I mean, I guess, but no, that's because I want... Again, I'm really glad you got the haircut. I want the skulls. Just just tell them that. I want the skulls. (laughs) If anybody has any questions, just tell them that. I want the skulls. Just tell them you want the skulls, Johnny. Nothing nothing, (laughs) nothing can go wrong. You're right. You got it all sorted out. Why would you listen to anybody? Um, should I go online and get like a taxidermy uh, permit? Um, permit or certificate or something? I don't know. Make one? Yeah, make one. That just says that this is what I do? Yeah. Get a business card? Certified taxidermy of, you know... Roadkill. Or wouldn't you like... Wouldn't you want like a little beaver paw or something? Like, like No, a... I don't want... Please don't give me any skeletal remains that you've found, cleaned... Or mounted. You know, oh, that's <laughs> another. See, I, you can't really mount it because you find it dead. It's not like fresh, right? So I'm not. I'm not into that. I want to. I just want to skin it, boil the meat off, scrape the brain out, and get the keep the skull. But are you not going to mount them on anything? Like make like a little uh, doing something? No, I don't. Smoking think... a cigarette, maybe? Or... <laughs> no, no, none of that. So Nothing I just want cheeky. the little. Just put the a bones. little Hawaiian shirt on them. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, but no, I'm not going to do that. No real taxidermy. I just want the head. I just want the bones. I just want the skulls, officer. I'm just out here for the skulls. Yeah. Maybe a wing? That's a lot of different moving parts. I know. I'm going to, it's going to, there's going to be some challenges and learning curves, I'm sure. Yeah. That. (laughs) So. I'll set aside uh, some bail money for you. um, So question number six after uh, French. Oh no, that's the one. Okay. So I don't know if my mother's concerned or not. Should she be? Are you concerned? I'm not concerned because I know it's just a phase. I know. <laughs> but you say the lady that you're seeing is also kind of into it. So I'm worried that you might, you two might perpetuate with each other. Mm-hmm. But eventually you'll both, I think, move on. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not It's not like it's an obsession. No. We haven't even actually done it yet. We're still, you know, it's just one of many pastimes. You know, you find somebody who likes to go hiking or, you know... Whatever. Every serial killer in the history of time has said those words. <laughs> I've never actually done it yet. Just like, let's go I'm hiking. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's go, go to the hike. woods. I'll bring the hatchet and the rubber gloves. <laughs> we'll go to the woods. I just want Plastic a skull. bag. I just want I just... a skull. <laughs> you know, you make it sound terrible when you say it out loud like that. Yeah. No, a lot of things shouldn't be spoken out loud. I know. I agree. I just, you know. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> um, finally, <laughs> your, your mother asks... Am I asking too many personal questions? I can think of a lot more that are even more personal, but I won't. Love you guys. Nice that you produced another podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. So is that the question? Am I asking too many personal questions? Yes. They no. Didn't, they didn't seem too personal. No, they're fine. They're absolutely fine. I mean, if they're too personal... We, we won't answer them. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's Probably it. won't even read them out loud. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, always, Gloria, anything you want to know. Um, and then Adam Welch says, this is so gold. Are you by chance related to Walter Schmidt? <laughs> oh, oh, to you? Walter Schmidt, yeah. No, to gluten. To gluten. Oh, meet my mom. Okay, yeah. So, yes, nice. Proud you should be, he says. All the best. Um, But yeah. 
Was there something else? I went to the dermatologist. Hmm. I don't know. What are we going to talk about? Well, we can we can save it for next time. Sure. Trip to see my dad. We talked about that, right? Not now. We don't have to. Devin's uh, Spain. Chips. Yeah, the, the chips are great. I don't think the, the Gooblins are great, but... They're not your favorite? They're all right. All right. They need some chip, or they need some dip. A little chewy. But yes, if anybody has any questions, please feel free to email us. Oh. Gluten is not my problem. It's not your problem at gmail.com. Thank you again, Walter. My pleasure. Thank I'll you, talk Tom. to you soon. Oh, I have another present for you. Oh. Oh, this is mine. Uh-huh. Wow. I don't know why I have it. I got a new one, which is identical to yours, except it's blue. Hmm. And I, I gave this one to you. Hmm. Thank you. All right. Oh, we're talking about notepads. <laughs> right, they can't see us. It's they can't John. see us. Thank God. Thank God. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.